It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Stations are tuned in to your systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Friday afternoon, if one more thing falls and breaks, you're going to see me up, and I'm out of here. I'm done. I am telling you. Yeah. You know, and I see this guy, this kid, coming back and forth. He's making me a little nervous. At least he's walking back and forth. We've got our in-house psychologist with us. So we got Dr. Laura. Will you be our in-house therapist? Where's the couch? (laughs) Where is the couch? You don't know half of it. It started at 8 o'clock this morning. Yes. I got up at 5 o'clock tonight to get an early start. And I come in here, and the alarm doesn't turn off. The police come. They want to arrest me. This one doesn't pick up the phone. And I'm like, listen, if you're going to take me in, you have to get me at the precinct. What are you going to do? Because they couldn't figure out why the alarm didn't shut off. So I call her. What is the code? I did it. It doesn't shut off. I punched the thing. The thing shuts off. That was the beginning of my day. Then when you witness. Well, no, then we came in, and in the middle of our show, we the lost internet. The internet went out. The 9 it o'clock back, show. And then went out. And came back. So we pivoted. We did our evening show. We got that ready to roll for tonight at 7 o'clock when Dr. Laura walked in. You did a spectacular BYOB. And then the next show comes in, and one picture goes down, two, two pictures, pictures goes down. There. The easel goes down. The Three curtain goes, goes down. down. The curtain goes down. A picture it's and a light goes Friday. down. The it's lights spicy almost went Friday. down. People's heads. Yeah. And now it's thunder. And, and now, now God is talking. I guess maybe he wants to get our attention because, holy smokes. Now, this is, the whole week has been like this. We had a kid come in here. He takes that television out. <laughs> we had another kid over there. He takes that television out. I took a $600 camera. It is now a rubble of sand. Oh. Took that out. Slick over here, <laughs> he broke a cup, spills the ointment all of inside the cup throughout the back, cleans the glass, cleans the glass. I come in to find this one on her hands and knees, picking up all the juice from the glass. They don't put anything in the refrigerator, so all the mixes go sour. But wait. So guess who's drinking the sour mix? But there's, wait, there's more. 
my computer on Wednesday after I was with you decided to take a bath and gobble rum. Uh-huh. Go on. No. <laughs> Go on. Just sitting in a yeah. bag of rice. Shit, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> And you wonder why I have migraines, Dr. Laura. Valerie picks up a phone call, comes here, leaves the phone, <laughs> comes back in, trips on that. When are you leaving today? Trips on that. What the hell? That doorstep came out of nowhere. Oh, you didn't, right. Never saw the doorstep. So I'm spraying on my clearing spray. Dr. Laura says, just take out your diffuser. I've got this angelic clearing spray. She forgot the, the oil. She, she forgets it. I got a diffuser with no diffuse. Well, happy Friday, everyone. It's going to get better because it's Friday. We're clearing some things out. And you know what? We're, it's all, we keep going. So sorry to Fuego for the studio mishap, but that was beyond our control. And at some point, you just got to regroup, take a breath, and start again the next day. Well, it's funny because I spoke to Gio. He tells me you have to, you, every couple of times a month, you have to regroup the rooms because what happens is that people hit them with the chairs. The curtains get unfolded, you know, and they don't realize it. And then the next thing you know, it's raining art. It's interesting, though, because this morning I was reading a post about what, you're not Jewish, but what this holiday means for the Jewish people. And I'm going to defer to How Raina you know I'm not Jewish? and Dr. Lore. Uh, okay, you, you, you can that. convert. Is it's a time of reflection and renewal I do that every day. and looking. You're going to be Jewish to do that? No, but this is the 10 days that we are supposed to be doing this you in. See, you guys only do it for 10 days. Catholics do it 365 days a year. Well, Dr. Laura has the benefit of being both right now. That's right. So my husband is Jewish and I'm Catholic. So, yeah. There you go. So she's got you covered. So hold on a second. So, so where are you? Me personally? Um, I'm a work in progress. How about that? That's a good answer. I like that. I like that. So you know everything about Catholicism? Is that a word? Catholicism. That and Jewishism? Judaism. Judaism. I, I am not going to claim to be an expert on either one. So, um, but, um, I will defer to anybody else who's got more information than me, which <laughs> is probably, right. exactly. That's pretty good. She but. can do both walls. I told you I would do the bath thing. Isn't that a thing? The mikvah? The what? The conversion. Yeah. Okay. What's it called? Mikvah. That's for women, right? Men and women. Mikvah's only for women. Baths? Yeah. Well, Wait, no, my son really, had that. Really, really. Not a mikvah. A bris. What's for oh, men? Oh, okay. So, yeah, but we put him in the, in the pool. You did? Oh, so then he did take yeah. this one in the mikvah. Yeah. So what's it for a man? A mikvah, a sikkah, a little snacky So traditionally, women go into the mikvah. Um, the, week, the, week, the week before your period and the week after your period, it's considered in Jewish law um, like a woman's time. Of cleansing. Of course, this is naturally the Speaking of woman time, thanks, thank you to that amazing woman for uh, turning on my mic. Uh, but traditionally, the mikvah is uh, for the woman to sort of clean herself once a month. Um, and observant women, once they've gone through the mikvah, um, then it, their husband knows it's, it's time to have sex again. So this whole thing is about having sex? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> you want to be Jewish? Hold on a second. So for a guy, we don't get our period, so what do we do? You, well, so the women, before they go into the mikvah, they can't wear makeup. They have to take off their nail polish. So I would say traditionally the man then pays for the mani, the petty, the blowout after <laughs> the oh, mikvah. The you know, that. even if you're not religious, I kind of like this idea of, like, taking a little time out because I've never been married, but my hypothesis says, like, 
it's got to be kind of exciting waiting for the big day, you know? It's like, me, the day comes and goes and ain't too big. It's like, you know, the, the wait. It's like the, the betrothal again. The wait of the world when you get married? What? The wait. You have two weeks. So for two weeks, nothing? Yeah. So the, basically you have to wait like a week after the period to make sure that like the woman is like So you got totally the week done. before, then you got your week of your period, then you got the week after. So you're really only good for about a week. So two weeks actually. So it's the week of the period and then month? the week after. Every month. Every month? Yeah. yeah. So you can only have sex like once a month? No. I mean, like two and a half weeks, three weeks. Every what? Like two and a half, three weeks. Once you know that the cycle is totally over, then it's uh But so that guy kosher. can have sex whenever. So you like, like that's why in the old <laughs> in the old testament you can have a hundred wives, right? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, but you know when you get women together, their periods sync up. So wouldn't that be awful to have a hundred wives and then all hundred of them be on their period? It's at like the, the red tent. <laughs> Imagine what it was like. I just wanna Crawl up into a bull in the Back in the biblical times, and everyone just lived together, right? Everyone yeah. synced. What do you mean synced? Your, your cycle. Your cycle synced, yeah. so you all get it at the same time. That's why I, I was a Catholic, and back then I used to include the binoculars. And used to wait so you're going to hang oh, out with Slick and Vinny a little bit more. Well, that's horrible. Go down to Sunny Stop. Freddie, you've never heard of this phenomenon before? I have never. Oh, my God, I'll never forget. When I went to sleepaway camp, like in middle school, we were in a cabin of 30 girls, and all but one girl on the same day oh my got gosh. her period. <laughs> you know, have you ever heard of Puerto Rican history? Puerto Rican ways of looking at things. We don't know one day from another. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, we're very sure. We don't care. We're Sounds like COVID. <laughs> I guess we're all Puerto Rican now. <laughs> the voice of Raina Rose Axelbeard. Hi. <laughs> and we've got Dr. Laura Ellert with us who did a fantastic BYOB. Thank you. It's it was fun. Now you know why we talked on Wednesday, why Fridays are so important. Yes. Because if we actually took all of this stuff that just happened today and we synthesized it over the weekend, my brain will explode by Monday or I'll go into a deep depression or a deep sleep because this is the end of a, a week and Friday just kind of blew up. So we need the voice of reason. We need Dr. Laura with us to help us kind of get rolling into Friday. That's why, you know, I'm not observant of Shabbat, but now I really understand why you need that day of reflection and that day to stop, whether you celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday or on Sunday, you need that day to just stop. And I never stop. <laughs> they stopped you today. Pretty much the angels, right? We, yes. Did we talk about this? Yep. How many times you need to get in the hit in the head with the, from the angels with that wood or the brick to say you're going to stop? And you just got to stop and listen. You got to yeah. read the messages, as you say. And you bring up such a good point, Don, because especially now in COVID, with so many businesses going virtual and focusing on posting every single day, if you don't take at least one day or the weekend to take a time out, recharge, maybe even create all your posts in advance so that you're not as stressed out during the week, it's, um, it's really hard to maintain that motivation without having time to just leave it alone for a little bit. And you just have to say, and we could have, and I feel badly about the Fuego show. Your show was spectacularly BYOB, then everything went crazy. It just needed a reset of about a half hour to stop, reprocess, reset the room, and re-go, and redo. Oh, yeah. And they didn't want to, and well, I understand, you know, but. The, the, the thing with the challenge is, if you're going to analyze everything in challenge in life, it's like describing a delivery of a birth. 
most disgusting thing if you put if it you actually think if you actually think about what it is. I, I Wise know, words my, my two Freddy. sons when they were born. I'm gonna tell you if I write a book, everybody will be bleh, thinking about what I saw. But it's supposed to be a beautiful thing. Challenges happen. Okay, I don't feel bad for anybody. You have a right to sit and wait till we restructure that room. Get the glass off of there. Whatever's happening in there, remove that that can harm you. Now, you're going to remember something. That glass cuts that woman's head open. I got a problem. You're right. Okay, Worse so, than the alarm. You're right. Yeah. So the bottom line is I ask you, to wait, you don't want to wait, and you're going to go. That's on you. Accountability. Accountability is everything. Excuses are plentiful. Viruses happen. The Black Plague happened. Millions of people have died. It happens. But if you don't learn and sit and try to make heads or tails of it, that's on you. Not on me. We told everybody shut it down before somebody gets cut open. I feel I really need your book right now. I was, you know, just thinking of that. I'm thinking because what page we're am I going to open it up to? Yeah, we're talking about resetting, right? And and I've been saying all day, you don't have to wait. Don't, let's not wait till Monday to reset. Take a break and let's reset right now. We can regroup and let's make the rest of the day great. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but now you have material to talk about. <laughs> what they should have done. There's our content. What they should have done is they should have sat and said, do you want to know what just happened? I, that was, I mean, how does this happen? Mm -hmm. Right? But if you're going to get up and run, I'm going to tell you something. There is no history on watching a person's back. And I was taught that by my family a long time ago. When people are running in one direction, you ain't going to go in that direction. You're never going to grow. Don't run away from a problem. Sit. Work with me. As opposed to leaving, work with me. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for anybody. But I got to tell you, our crew, you watched all this, and Dr. Lorsch just sat and watched Slick, Vinny, Mia, Teddy, Val, everyone. They came in. They reset. They got the show off. And again, we could not do this without all of their support. But they're going to have to give you a little, little room. Because, you know, when there's a fire, you don't keep running into the fire. You sort of turn it out, restructure, and you go. Really simple. I never said to leave. You want to leave, there's a door. I'm not going to stop you. But things happen, mm -hmm. right? Viruses happen. It's really bad right now. Wearing a mask is inconvenient. But wear it. Numbers are coming down. Or they're not being reported, or they weren't reported the right way the first time. Who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is that we got to get back to making money, to having a business, to be accountable again, and not repeat. This is why I like your book. Actually, it's really more about having faith, is what I think. And Raina, I'm really glad you're here with Dr. This kind of just came to be because... Is that a rose on the front cover? Yes, it is. Well, then we all know I'm exactly where I need to be. Right? Yep. You talk about... I just got the chills. I that's, like it because... That's interesting. You, you because get to write. You know what Raina's name is? No. Raina Rose. Says. Okay, so you know what I, I talked about today, why the rose is on there. Tell me, tell me, tell me. That my daughter and I um, became friends with uh, a woman who's a medium back in New York, and the rose is a sign that, a sign from the universe that everything is going to be okay. So whenever my daughter and I see a rose, we look at each other and we say, that's a sign. And, and one day we were touring LA and my, my daughter was like a nervous wreck because we were in like a sketchy area. And I said, relax, relax, look for a sign. She looks up, my daughter's name is Cameron. She looks up, the next street sign says Cam Rose. Aww. Right? Wow. 
Yeah. Well, after my mom raised three boys, I guess she threw a rose in there. there so everything go. is awesome. going to be okay. I love it. That's pretty amazing. So there, you, and then there's your sign, right? Where you got rain a rose, and that yeah. tells you as, as, as a sign from the universe. We're like, supposed to be here today. You guys are supposed to connect for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Love it. It's what do amazing. you think, Freddie? You believe that? It's funny. We did a show on a lady that brings in flowers, and she was explaining how plants flowers have frequencies and one of the reasons that people take plants to people that are sick in hospitals if you go down back to biblical times it is the frequency that makes people better and the rose is one of the highest highest frequencies among plants wow yes it and it is. cures that that ails you and this is one of the reasons that kenny love does his whole program around roses roses have been around since the beginning of man and it is an art of healing. Mm -hmm. Because when you heal from inside, you sort of, it sort of comes out yeah. and everything else. But it is the frequency of the rose. So it's funny because you're surrounded again by roses when all this other concoxious stuff is happening. Don't mind the garden over here. <laughs> Which is phenomenal. But think of, I mean, think about that. We had that, uh, what's her name? Patricia um, Dutch. Dutch. Gave us a whole tour, a whole class on how roses heal people. Right? Oh, I got to watch that. You guys got to reshare that one. We should have her come back when she's back in town. She's back in town, but it's pretty amazing that your sign is the rose, and here comes Raina Rose in roses in the book, and and there you have, there's really just no way we're to describe that is what it is now. The beauty of connection. Right, 100%. Connection during COVID, no less. That's right. And we didn't get a chance to talk when you were here with Pam. She brought you in to see what we do, but we never really got to talk about what you do. Yeah. I would love for you to share what you do because you work with teens, which is a market that really needs some help right now. Yeah, so hi everyone. It's so exciting to be here. Um, I work as a motivational speaker and mentor for high school students. I've been speaking now for the last decade. I've spoken to over 100,000 people about Israel, the Holocaust, feminism, uh, youth development. Um, and where I'm at in my journey now is I'm the Chief Empowerment Officer, CEO of my own company, The Rose Grows. Um, and what I do is I focus exclusively on high school and college students, and I focus on what I like to call the four C's, which is confidence, communication, uh, creativity, and community. And I do all of that through leadership. And really what I do is I challenge young people to think about their future and empower them to take small steps now to build contacts and create opportunities where not only do they get published, but they get a lot more experience in a domain or a cause that uh, they're passionate about. Publish as far as a book or a show? So or some of my mentees, um, I have a Romanian mentee. She's working on a podcast. She's uh, a musician, she's a model, um, and she's an actress. And unfortunately, she faces a lot of bullying because at such a young age, she's doing all of these different things. So we're working together on a podcast where she's actually interviewing different types of artists from all over the world and talking to them about how do you handle criticism when it comes to your craft, learning about their journey. Um, I have one student who, she's a straight A student. She's extremely intelligent. Um, we're working together on a children's book that she wrote about divorce. Um, I have another mentee who, he knows he wants to do something in sports, but he's not totally sure yet. Um, so I helped him set up an interview with a, a professional uh, athlete trainer. Um, so he got to interview him, write an article, publish that on LinkedIn. Nice. So for the students, it's really podcasts, books, 
articles. And what's really exciting is for me at 28, um, you know, I've created a podcast with Holocaust survivors. I'm about to come out with a, a children's book. So a lot of these things I'm learning in my 20s. Uh, working with teens, it's really an opportunity for me to, to give back. Are you at a center or they're just different teens from all over the community? Yeah, so I do all of my work online, um, which, you know, before COVID, it would have never dawned on me that I could have a mentee in Romania or no I could intended. have a mentee in Israel. And I think the coolest thing for the kids is, you know, with everything going on right now, the children are so isolated. Um, in my group mentorship program, Teen Tribe, to be able to hear what other teens are facing around the world, I'd say that although there's lots of programs that exist for teens, because my program was created through COVID, I think what's most unique about Teen Tribe is it really teaches teens how to listen, right? You might have your own beliefs, but then when you meet other young people around the country, um, it really gives them you know, sort of like a, a front seat into a different perspective. And you started this through after or during COVID, I should say. Yeah. That's amazing. And how do they find you? Um, so I would say most of my marketing is all through social media. Um, I'd say most of my leads come in through Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and I work with teens who are 13 to 18. And not all of them are straight A students. Not all of them have you know, necessarily been involved with leadership before. Um, I'm really skilled at meeting teens where they're at and empowering them to do that first big thing with what they have. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. We have had, it's sort of been in hiatus over the summer, the, what's it called, the Cafe Press, they renamed it, which is our online newsletter slash magazine. And the girl that was editing for us and doing it all, she got a job. Wow. And since then, my time of writing, I'm not like a really good writer, content creator. I can do this all day long, but when it comes down to writing it, it's really not my thing, but maybe we can work with some of your teens to help put this out. Totally, and some advice that I could give you, and I would love to give the listeners at home, a lot of my teens say the same thing. They're like, Raina, I'm, I'm not a writer. And I say, that's fine, because if you record the interview, um, you know, just like you record all the shows, there's a website called otter, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I, and you can actually load a video file into otter and it will transcribe the entire interview. Wow. So what I tell the teens is, listen, don't freak out, do the interview, then let's look at the, you know, let's look at the copy and you know what, just highlight the things that you find interesting. A little copy paste action, a little intro, a little conclusion and bam, you got an article. That's awesome. I would, and we talked about this when you were here before, I would love to work with you and them because this is a missing market that we don't have. We have the adult side of it. We've got our kids' side. We've got the millennials, our young adults. But there's this group in between that exists yeah. that we don't get the opportunity to represent. Right. And it's so important to recognize, too, and I'm, and I'm sure you can, you can expand on this, is you know, most young people right now are spending anywhere from four to seven hours a day on TikTok. And you know, I like to kind of describe TikTok as sort of like the junk mail of platforms. And there, there is some quality content on there. But unfortunately, there's also a lot of really horrific content. Recently, there was someone who committed suicide on the app. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to Holocaust, you see people sexualizing Anne Frank, dressing up as Holocaust survivors. Um, I have a friend who um, has a rare form of dwarfism. 
And he was telling me too on the app, the videos that are made in regards to people who are disabled, the app isn't monitoring what's going on there. So as parents, it is your responsibility to know what your, what your child is consuming. And it is a part of your obligation to teach your child that just because something is on a platform, like you need to speak up. If you see something horrific, then you need to be the one to flag it. It's kind of like when something happens, they're like, oh, 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 everybody else is gonna call 911, but then nobody does, right? And if we know that the kids are spending this much time on the phone, then let's utilize social media for social impact. For yeah. positive, yeah, it, it, It's funny because before the epidemic, we did a lot of things bad. And it's true. communication was on the list of our kids don't do it anymore. They talk to their phones. I, my, my son and his girlfriend were watching a movie. I was in the room, and they were communicating, and they're right next to each other. Isn't that the right? worst? We had the phone. And I said, are you guys serious? Turn off your phones. And one of the things that now it has revealed just how poorly we have done that, and they are now required to do things like what you're talking about. But they're learning it. Right. They're learning communications. They're learning that there's another life outside of a phone. Right, and it's, and it's important to recognize, like, Social media is a tool to create relationships and to enhance existing ones. It was never meant to replace the relationship building process. Correct. Correct. And that's the difference. And I want you to hold on to, I want to go back to the, um, the marketing aspect and the do's and don'ts of how social media can hurt you or help you, how it works, how it doesn't work, how people tend to think that that is the do-all and the, and the all of all without having content to present, without having a good train of thought, without having something that people are going to listen to because the attention span used to be 30 seconds. I think it's down to three seconds. Yeah. And everybody has something else to do because they got to get the new hustle. And it ain't one hustle no more. Now it's maybe one, two, or three hustles just to get back. Yeah. It's so true. I've noticed recently when I go to write articles or I go to write really long Facebook posts, you know, usually my last sentence is like the most interesting is the one that goes bam. And recently what I've been doing is I just, I take my, after I've written the whole thing, I take my last sentence, I make that the first sentence because exactly what you said, if you don't get them in on that first three seconds, forget about it. Great idea. It's true. And the teens also. And so much, does this resonate with you, Dr. Laura? Absolutely. I see it when I work with teenagers. Their attention span, in, if I'm doing therapy with them, it's out the window. They cannot concentrate on a thought for longer than 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And even with the phone, you know, they bring the phones with them everywhere. Just saying, can, can we just put the phone down and have a conversation for a second? Just, you know, just you and I, you like, you don't have to look at your phone to find out how you feel. I'm asking you how you feel. The answer's not there. The answer's like right here. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's teaching them again. I, I have to tell you, during the pandemic, I played a lot of games of trouble. But it was fantastic to see like the stack of all of the board games and to have my kids actually engage. Like we engaged and we did some things because you know, after a while, eight hours of TikTok gets a little boring. It's so true. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is that you're going to ask kids to learn now virtually mm -hmm. in a what they call a home environment, which is kind of loosey-goosey. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that because they're not even prepped for it. 
You know, you're asking him to do it, and the yeah. shine is going to get off that penny in the first month. And good luck with and, that. And you know who's really not prepped for it is the parents. That's yeah. right. Oh, forget about it. Yes, absolutely. You know, the children are, are definitely suffering, but we also need to acknowledge that the parents are, are dealing with a lot, and I really want to acknowledge the parents in some communities who are coming together and saying, okay, you know what? I'll come to your house today and work with your kids so that you can clean the house and that you can run the errands, and then the next day you'll come to my house and you'll work with my kids. But so much of the emotional side of it, and it's funny that we've got three authors in here at one time. We've got Amy Minty with us of First Street Gamble. Ow. We've got the Winston from the Universe, from... Dr. Laura, and I know your book is out there. We just don't have a copy of it yet because I know your story and and your book. But I totally would be remiss if we did not talk about RBG yeah. while you're still on set and what she meant and means to women. And and for you, Raina, what does her memory mean to you? It's interesting because I saw a documentary on RBG like a couple years ago and it and it really, really moved me. And I was just like, wow, what a powerful woman. That's so amazing. And, you know, when I, w when I started doing female empowerment presentations, like learning in the 90s that it first became a law that um, it used to be that it wasn't considered a rape if a woman didn't consent to have sex with her husband or learning that women couldn't open up a credit card if they weren't married. Um, all these things that RBG, you know, changed, I didn't real, and I lecture about, it wasn't until she died that I realized that she was the force of change behind those different things. So I think like the biggest thing that I can, I can take from her story is that sometimes in life, you're gonna make a difference and you're gonna make an impact and sometimes people might know your name, sometimes they do know your name, but the impact is, is what's, what's the most inspirational thing, is that you know, her, her legacy is, is here shaping and changing the lives of women for generations to come. And you know, one of the biggest points I make with young women is, you know, if you are a woman living in democracy, if you are a woman living in America, it doesn't matter what challenges you think you have or how poor you might be. You are richer than most of the women in the world, and don't ever forget it. You know, it's really interesting. And, Amy, I want you to pick up a mic. It's interesting um, that you bring this up because a lot of things that go on, and I want to ask Doc's opinion. Women, like she died, and people talk about her that it really influenced what happened in their life. And we were talking about some of the kids about this yesterday, and they take it for granted mm -hmm. that it was somebody who actually put this forward. You know, there were things that she wrote about. People took the time to read it. She was a fighter. And, and she was. And I didn't even know half the things that she is being uh, given credit for. Right. Because I took it for granted. It must have come out of the sky. I don't know where it came from. But even credit card stuff, mm -hmm. all the, 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 the same marriage stuff that went on and everything else, that's going on in this country. I mean, but reading is fundamental. Just reading, reading about what's going on has mm -hmm. become a skill all of a sudden. And the virus has just shown us how poorly we have actually 
taken to these things with libraries all the way have become movie theaters and yeah. it's all about the video now it's about the TikTok video it's about the YouTube video that we're losing the education of my grandmother always said books are your friend we're losing that actually to sit down and delve into a good book and Amy like these five books and number six is coming this book wisdom from the universe what you say we talked about RGB on Monday and you said to me why now do we discuss her? Why didn't I ever bring her up before? But it's much mm -hmm. like what you said, Raina. I spent the weekend and I watched her documentary and I actually learned more about her influence on the world on women than I realized because did I take it for granted 100% and shame on me for not being educated more to see her impact. Right. And I think sometimes, again, we take that reflective pause and say, wow, why we have to look at this when somebody passes instead of while they are alive, that the memory becomes bigger once they pass and we learn of what but what she did for women I was able yesterday you say about credit cards I had to get a new computer so I went on if I did this credit card I got 12 months free financing boom in five minutes I had a new computer and a new credit card right without what she put forward and things for women we may not have had that opportunity right that we should not take for granted right. and you're right and what a role model too you know there's so many leaders out there I mean including myself I'm definitely guilty of this where we do a lot of self-promotion. We talk about, you know, all the things that we've done and all the things that we're doing. And anytime that I ever saw her in the media, it was it was always about the work. I don't remember her ever talking about herself as much as she always talked about the country. And Dr. Laura, I want to ask you, because in the documentary, you see her kids, her daughter, wasn't always, didn't say my mom was the most amazing mother she didn't do this at some point there's a give we can't do all of it great and it seems based on the documentary that she gave to her work she gave to the greater good of humanity and maybe not the 110 percent to raising her kids but her kids got raised she has a beautiful family and her husband i think picked up a lot of that is there always a give and take that is the like the million dollar question because as we're seeing in in this country i mean we are blessed in this country but we do have a lot of difficulties in this country in terms of the duality and the dichotomy that you know you shouldn't work and be a mom at the same time that you can't do both well and also our expectations of what a good mom or a good parent is have changed dramatically yes. over the years especially with you know helicopter parenting um, I mean I was I was class mom for all three of my kids and that was great and I had a job where I was able to balance that but I still felt guilty that I wasn't doing enough and that's in the media that's all over the place and we have to let that go yeah. because we can all just do what we can do and I think she was an absolute role model but when you are are serving a higher purpose a greater purpose there is a sacrifice yeah. and I think when kids are young they may not recognize that doesn't sound like her kids were deprived by any you know in any way shape or form but but she gave a lot of her life to the cause mm -hmm. and all of humanity benefits because of that and yes. I'm sure looking at it now I can't imagine that her kids aren't proud amen yeah I gotta tell you what a great set of powerful women we have pretty good to be you right now I'm not gonna say nothing <laughs> let's go to commercial break when we come back we've got Amy Minty in the house author Ooh. of these spectacular books for stripper gamble book six is actually on the credenza over there we've got Raina Rose and we've got Dr. Laura joining us so stay tuned and we'll be right back
For Strip or Gamble, a novel by Amy Minty, explores the lifestyle of one man throughout the crucial time of his life. Spanning three women, four decades, their lives are all intertwined. High stakes poker, passion, intrigue, and revenge. All on the mysterious Las Vegas Strip. Get your copy now at amyminty.com or amazon.com. What more do you need right now? For Strip or Gamble, available now on amyminty.com and amazon.com. AskDearAbby.com. Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotasu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at Ask Dear Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in to. Your systems are offline. is now the ultimate power in the universe. Even though some things are far away, we plan for them ahead of time because they're important. When it comes to your celebration of life, it's really no different. You want to plan ahead now so your family doesn't have to later and create a service that reflects your values, character, and traditions, no matter what they may be. At Dignity Memorial, we listen to every detail and make sure everyone is remembered. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And set change. Boom, bam, nice job. Bam, and there comes the rain. I get real nervous when this guy's around me. They take good care of you. Welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Wow, I mean, I on probably a- love the use for your book. <laughs> <laughs> on a fun Friday for sure, we're going to put, who's that, Freddie? Queen. Queen. <laughs> what? What did you do, walk right in front of the camera? Yeah. <laughs> I, I need a bathroom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Welcome back, everyone. What a great conversation we're having. We've got Amy Minty joining us. We moved some seats around. Amy, meet Dr. Laura. Raina, meet Dr. Laura and Amy Minty. Three amazing authors on, on the deck for Strip or for Gamble came out. right. Talk about what came out during the pandemic. You, this came out right in the middle of everything. Grab your mic. May 25th. It is on, but I don't know if it's on. 
say no. A1? A1, guys. I say A4. 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 I was thinking A4. about, you work, we've been working with us for so long and I've lost track of time on your next book because we take it for granted that, oh, here comes your next book. But this is really the book that we're focusing on for Stripper for Gamble. Yeah, it came out much. in May. I mean, in the middle of all this chaos, you've got another great book that came out. I'm going to change it. Another fantastic book that came out. That's just well, the, this it, is it was just it was it actually it dawn. It should have been out. Oh, I don't know, February, March. Oh, okay. And then, um, you know, because of the pandemic, everything was delayed within the factories and the produce production of the actual books and novels. They had to get more ink. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They had to get more employees <laughs> to operate in the factories. You <laughs> know what they had to do. So it's got to print I know, put I it, know it sounds funny but they couldn't get ink delivered. This is a true story for the publishing companies. It might be. And they could not get enough ink for the books and that's what slowed down all the production. Ah. It's a true story. It's interesting. I read that. But <laughs> none, the, none, the, none the worse. Um, but you know, sometimes book reading carries a lot of messages depending on what the book is. If you look at the Bible and people read that, that's about a thousand books per chapter because everybody has a different interpretation. What I like about what you write about is that it gives you an opportunity to relive some of the things that happened in your life. You're the reason why I have White Castle in the refrigerator. Yeah. I can't be the only reason, Freddie. <laughs> right? I can't be the only reason you got White Castle. Well, you're the only reason because I've been here almost a year now. I've been on this set five years. I've always talked about it. I got to talk to the owner, she lives in Ohio, of White Castle Incorporated. And she promised me white castles and never got here. And if you look in the freezer, it's in there. Yeah. I saw it last week. That's right. And the reason it's here is because it wasn't it wasn't this one. It was the other manuscript that you're putting together. Perfect. And it started to bring back things that went on. Things that I lived through, things that I learned from. And my kids made you know, they laugh. Everybody laughs at me. Because I learned through history. I learned that the best books written are the ones that are read. If you write the greatest book and nobody reads it, mm -hmm. is it a great book? Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes people try so hard to get their book read, to get their word out. When you look at the author and you sit down with them long enough and you say, you know something, I gotta read this because I've met her. Mm -hmm. And I wanna learn more about who she is. Now anybody who knows this, this, this young woman, You've got to see what she does on Facebook. She's all over. She's been a hot dog. She's been a hamburger. She's been on a haunted house. She's been everywhere. So there is plenty of people who know Amy Minty, but is there? Who is Amy Minty? Who is Amy Minty of all these five books, number six over there? Who is she? Do you want to get to know who she is, or do you want to get to know what she writes? Or both. Or both. But isn't that, I mean, this is what I've learned. I never read, Amy. I never took the time to read. I am as guilty of a flawed system as there is in the past. I never read. And I'm being very honest. Until now. And all of a sudden, I'm reading books on the weekend. I'm reading all of her books on the weekend. I read the other one. I started reading it. And then it took it away from me. I haven't seen a chapter because everybody in here is reading I, I it. I can't get my hands on it. There, I got them. <clears throat> and the bottom line is that I've gone back to basics. I've learned that in the word, in what people's thoughts are, you begin to generate your own thoughts. And I am shocked. It wasn't 
When I was at NYU, when I was a student down in Washington Square, and I used to sit in the park with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I used to learn. And all of a sudden, I'm learning again. And that's the difference between picking up a book that makes sense, because you're going to experience it, and just picking up a book and running through its pages. It was interesting. We just had a major chaotic day today. Yeah. Upside down. Dr. Laura was here to witness it. Raina came in on the tail end of it. Ow! And <laughs> And I have to say that actually to stop now and reflect, and we, we had to take this collective, I call it um, an actionable pause, because we couldn't not have a show. I told you, the show always goes. But this actionable pause of we just sat, we regrouped that studio, and we go forward. And I feel like this is what the world needs. If this is the moment of that brick hitting or the piece of wood saying you need to stop, that was our moment to say, you know what, guys? You need to stop, regroup, rethink things through. Take a book. You know, take this weekend, what, take your book, and sit and read and spend some time with your family. It's the holidays I keep talking about, but this is the end of our, our 10 days of awe. And it culminates Sunday night, Monday. It's this time of reflection, but take some time and read. This book for Stripper Gamble, just read it. It's amazing. It'll take you through, what are some of the highlights for it to take people through, Amy? Well, basically old Las Vegas is like the main uh, draw on that. And you know, each, each character, each female, I should say, protagonist in that novel faces their own kryptonite in one way or another. So it, they're just, um, they have challenges, but they, you know, they overcome them. And obviously I can't give that much away, but, but they're resilient and they're strong and they're sassy and they're smart and they go forward. And it's not, and it's old Vegas. So you've yes. everything you think is represented in this book about old Vegas is there. And there's the thrill, there's sex, there's love, there's lust, there's the casinos, there's a little bit of different activities going on. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, what, well, you know what you think old Vegas is. It's it's mainly about gambling and 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 in their in their situation, all three characters love cards. They love. Um, you know, they love an, an energetic environment where they can thrive. But there's and also a sense of family. Mm, yeah, there's a sense of, not, not I, w I wouldn't even say and family. And like allegiance, there's sisters and connections, and it's not just walk in, you gamble, and you leave. There's, there's really, you tie all of these people together, and mm -hmm. their connections. And, and well, their connection back. is really through this one gentleman who is the main character of the book. So their connection lies within... Um, the focus, the focus is uh, Nick Terlata, so, and he is something else to be reckoned with, and uh, each woman faces him in a different scenario. Now, this book is different from the others that you wrote, correct? They're all different, yes. Each one is different. If you were to have a main theme connecting all of these books, what would it be? It would be female empowerment, and, you know, like you were discussing before, um, yeah, just the fact that you know keep keep going keep you know do your best and and if it works out great i essentially um there's a strength and unity within themselves i believe in my characters in all of them so all the books are in that in that sense the same giving women a choice empowerment what when you say the word i find it interesting because as empowerment among women is growing every day, leaps and bounds, its definition has changed. 
because every woman has a different interpretation. I mean, Doc, uh-huh. here, she blew me out the water because she took me through another whole sphere of this thing. Uh, joy with the scientific background. Holy smokes. I mean, two weeks you've produced nothing but empowerment, but to you, what does the word empowerment mean for a woman? Just having the confidence to do what what you want to do without, you know, um, succumbing to societal pressures and, and whatever else gets in your way. Don't look over your shoulder. Exactly. Don't look behind your back. <laughs> Doc, how do you feel about a statement like that? Is that... Does, do you can you hear that? Does it resonate with? I think it resonates. I think what empowerment means, first of all, I think is is unique to each individual and what they're what's going on in their own personal life and what they're trying to reach towards. But I think as a whole, I think the empowerment movement has changed. Maybe you know from the 1950s, let's say through today because women's roles have changed. And let's say men's roles have changed too. So, you know, as women become more empowered, obviously a man has to step up to the plate in a different way as well. So everyone's role has changed, but empowerment to me is doing what's right for you without thinking about that somebody else is going to disapprove of it and there's always somebody who's going to disapprove and we talked about it the other day with gossip and with rumors and with all that stuff that goes on where where women still in spite of this empowerment movement still have a tendency to try to tear each other down so we're not quite there yet because the sisterhood is what's important the idea that we Mm. can support each other and raise each other up that to me is the key to empowerment, is not just individual, I can raise myself up, but as all of us raise up, it becomes better for every single one of us. And that goes back to the whole, um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. that we were talking about too, is you're taking one for the entire team and it, it improves humanity as a whole. Interesting. And we're, I agree with that. W- women, women have changed, and in my belief, men have to adapt because we have to understand what change means, what it means to you, 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 you have to understand the growth of it. And we have to sort of adapt to it, not to overshadow everything that we touch as men. Sometimes we learn more of a lesson by taking a knee and saying, okay, let me learn something. So that's the change. So I was going to ask you, Amy, in your books, women, the key word for women is empowerment. For men, adaptability. Is that fair to say? Can men read the book? Absolutely, men can read the book. Um, And they don't uh, for men, adaptability, they're not probably going to get it from that particular book because that gentleman never changes. He never learns. He never grows. He doesn't, um, uh, he doesn't evolve. So therefore, you're not going to learn it from <laughs> First River Gamble. And, and, and many of my male protagonists, you probably don't learn it. But then therein lies the lesson. Uh, yeah, correct. Had had that character changed, maybe it wouldn't turn out the way it turned out, but then it wouldn't be the same book. So it's hard to say on that one. It's interesting. What's the name of the king, the guy that does the horror books? And then they turn him into Stephen King. King. Stephen King. Every time you hear his name, you know somebody's going to die. <laughs> something's going to die. It could be a guy, a girl. Something's going to blow up and die, right? And it's kind of funny because whenever he issues a book now, it's just his name. And they go like this with the book, and it comes out, and Stephen King, you don't even know the name of the book. You go to the books, and it says, I want King's latest book. But it's the name, it's mm-hmm. the branding. Yes. And Dr. Laura has written two books, and you told me, because you just did, hosted your own show. Right. 
right? You said the difference between book one and book two of getting known was what? Branding was knowing who I was, what my message was, and also taking control of that book and that message and making sure that what I was putting out was consistent with who I was and what I wanted everybody to get from the book too. And what is your first book? My first book is called Total Wellness for Mommies. And like I said, it's a good book, but I wasn't as hands-on with that book as I was with this book. And this book has, like I said, it's got the rose on the cover. Everything speaks to what I want to communicate to people. And the other book did not. And I see the big difference just in terms of my energy and putting the book out there as well. So you deliver, you deliver, you learn from book one to book two. Right. Your delivery change. Right. And you become more commonplace. So when people see that second book, they're going to know that it's like she becomes key with the heroines. But it's so much of branding and Amy's out there all the time branding and dancing and <laughs> whatever it takes and social media uh -huh. and doing all of these pieces yeah. but the congruence between the two is what's important mm. what's your second book um it's called wisdom, wisdom from, from the, the universe. universe oh it's kind of it's i like uh, that a title. journal yeah. it's a journal book oh and what i like about this book is that you have to write in it actual words and you're going to be held accountable from here to five years mm -hmm. if your life don't turn out the way you read the book it says i didn't do this I said I was going to do this, but I didn't do it. And what I like about reading material is that men are going to learn. You're going to learn what not to do, because sometimes that's more important than what to do. You know, you can do a whole lot more with less than you can not doing anything. And I think that people are going to learn. I think that the more people talk to you, they're going to learn. There's a whole philosophy, a whole science behind this. And it's funny because we've been doing a ton of research on the betterment of Amy's books. We've talked to a ton of different authors. We had an author on here. She has a number one Amazon bestseller. It doesn't come out till next month. How the hell does that happen? I don't even think she knows. She doesn't. She <laughs> says, I don't know what to tell you, she tells me. I don't but think the she bottom line here is that there is no philosophy or truth, but people are common in truth because truth don't lie. And when you are your book, when you walk in the light and not in the shadow, all of a sudden you become your book. All of a sudden, I mean, I asked this lady to show up today because I wanted her to meet you. These people were handpicked to come and meet you. And I begged her to come. I even bribed her with a BYOB to come because I think that she's outstanding in delivery. I think you stand clearly for what you want to do. And that book is outstanding in its message. Same thing with these. I mean, I, I, you know, eventually I would get the ones that you bring in here when they sort of give me a chance. But I can think back of my life, the things that you went through, because she grew up in New York as well. And we were in the same parts of New York City at similar times. I mean, I'm older than her. Similar times, and things didn't change as much. But I'm looking at what's happening now. It's like the clock has started all over again. Driving movies are back. All of these things that we used to do in those days. Are That's back. what's so great about this book also for Stripper Gamble because it's old Vegas. And Vegas right now, I don't even, is it even open? Parts sort of, of it, parts, parts of it. Of it, right? it. Sort of. But it's not like it was when the theme behind this. It's book. not like it was in February. And it's not like it was right when you think back to when old Vegas. No, Certainly but old Vegas. Vegas was not like February either. Right, exactly. So. They're going to open up um, Vegas, I think, in November, I heard there's some big concerts and things that are going to 
They're going to sort of move people around. They're going to have a five-place concert. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a big fight coming out in November. You have um, Holofield and uh, Tyson. Not Holofield. Mm -hmm. yeah, MGM. Tyson. Yeah. yeah. Tyson, I mean, the old folk fight. I'm not sure up. there's going to be a huge audience for it, though. Uh, well, you know what? We're going to find out. Yeah, I, I went down to the Keys about four weeks ago, Memorial Day, whatever it yeah, was. Uh, Labor Day, actually. Labor Day. That was the first mm -hmm. time they had people. They weren't ready, but right. they were. Everybody was required to wear a mask and everything else. Had a great time. I felt safe. Everywhere you went, they sprayed you down with sanitizer. You were walking in the street. It was craziness. I've heard the Keys is very, very careful and safe. Or they are. They yeah, are I've heard it's so great. I think that Vegas is looking. Mm -hmm. I know that the... Um, they opened up the bars because I saw <laughs> Thursday, Monday Night Football and the Raiders won and they had opened up the bars, but they kept everybody distant because just like New Orleans, when you have those clusters, you don't want right. to make mistakes. But, uh, but it's, it's, it's entertaining to see that Vegas is going to have to start all over and come back slow. And Slick says men should, he wanted to come in and tell you, but he says men should definitely be reading for strip or gamble, he says. I know, you hear him in the background. I love Slick. All secrets are revealed in this sexy thriller about power, crime, gambling, and the mafia set in the casinos of old Las Vegas and the clubs of New York City. So you've got your coast to coast. I don't know where Slick went. He's coast coming to coast. Around. Who's here, Jay? Jay's here. Okay. Artist of, uh, of Mr. Jay Harmon. How you doing, Jay? Good to oh, see yeah. you. Have a seat at the bar, Jay. Oh, there you go. Uh, that'd be a cool segment for you, Amy, also. What? We'd do a whole bar segment, like a Vegas bar segment. Are we about to? <laughs> Seems that way. <laughs> Amy, how do people find your books? Um, Amazon, Amy Minty, plug in my name and or my website, amyminty.com. So for Super for Gamble is the most recent. It came out in May, and they are there are four other books: for love or sanity, for sex or revenge, for better or money, and for sink or swim. And then there's a whole other book coming out that she's in the throes of, and we're on chapter nine, right? There are two yep, parts of eight correct. and one of nine. So stay tuned. More to come. We're going to go to commercial break, and we'll be right back. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll just stay on. We're at Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866 224 5422. 
Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Working of three authors. Rain, I keep calling you an author because I know there's a book, and I don't even know if you have the book. Do you? You do. You're shaking your head. Yes. Um, so the book is actually um, going to be published probably in the next month. Okay. Um, it's a children's book. It's called The Girl Who Said Hello to Everyone. Um, unfortunately, out of nowhere, I lost my father two years ago. Um, and they say that you should always write when you're feeling certain emotions because you're feeling sort of filter your words. So I had written this like very sweet poem about how my dad taught me to be kind and always to make everybody feel like they matter and um, to make, pe make people feel special. Um, so I teamed up with a childhood friend and asked her to illustrate the poem. And uh, now we've got a children's book. Wow. What's the name of it? The Girl Who Said Hello to Everyone by Raina Rose Exelbeard. Um, it's illustrated by Alan Chapman. And when... I reached out to the illustrator who I haven't seen since fifth grade. I reached out to her just because she was a really good doodler. And even though she beat me for class president, I got past those feelings. And um, when she said, yes, I'd love to illustrate the book for you. Her name is Allie, but my late father's name was Alan. And she goes by Allie because her real name is Alan. So when she said yes, and I realized, oh, my God, her name is Alan, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, okay, Raina Rose, you better follow through with this one. Wow. And uh, that was signs. March, and here we are. Definitely following the signs. That's amazing. I cannot wait to see it, to have you do a reading. That would Some be of so kids, fun. The authors are contacting me that because we have our Kids Network on Saturdays, and Veggie Vero, she does children's readings and she records and airs them can they do the same thing so we would love to be able to air that on saturday also you rock and that is why our teen network needs some representation because that's the one area that we're not quite getting to and it's really really important yeah i keep seeing three authors wow what an amazing set and amy we didn't ask you rgb what her how do i feel i just feel tremendous loss for what she's done for women absolutely yeah she was a big pioneer behind the whole thing did you realize the amount of things that she stood for in I, I I did a, a little, not not the combat, not everything, but I did know basically. How, I saw a really good actual movie. Um, what was that movie called, Ron? Do you remember? The Basis of Sex? Yes. The, called The good. Basis of Sex. And that movie actually, even though I, was, I wasn't ignorant, but I didn't know enough. And that movie really helped me 
um, learn more, and I thought she was amazing. Uh, I have not seen the documentary, the RGB. I've I not watched seen the documentary over the weekend, and I've everyone else was watching yeah. football, mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm watching this documentary, but it was just this calling that I thought, wow, I would be so remiss if I did not actually watch what this was, and it was nominated for an award, but so many amazing things. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, where we sit today with all of these incredible women, when you and I first started this journey 10 seasons ago, someone came to us and said, asked you, do you have any women empowerment shows? California. They were looking out in California. And it was actually a director from one of them. Called you and said, I'm looking for a women empowerment show, a women empowerment piece. I don't have any. This is California. This is only five years ago. This isn't even like that long ago. We had one. Yeah. And it was Alexa Rose. Another Rose. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, now you just gave me the chills again. Alexa Rose Carlin, and she started this Women Empowerment, WEX. And that was the first year we covered that event, and this, that's four years ago. And she has now gone on to such, she's about your age, incredible, incredible things. But imagine in just four years, how much we've, how far we've come as women. And I didn't think four years ago we were lacking anything. You well, Don, we also had the Me Too movement, which hurried things along a little bit, you know, unfortunately. Pretty, we, it I, had I to do come feel, down to that. I feel like we're equal, but mm -hmm. apparently the whole world doesn't seem to feel we are equal. <laughs> we always have been equal. Right? It's just it's about other people feeling the same way. It's yeah. the most interesting Men, thing. that is. Yeah, and, you know, for me, too, I thought, like, wow, you know, granddaughter of Holocaust survivors, like, we've come really far. But even when I graduated college and was working in the nonprofit world, um, it's really important that you communicate with each other about your salaries because unfortunately um, in the nonprofit world especially um, you can see a huge difference in how men and women are being paid and until more women collectively speak up and approach management about those issues um, then we really can't count on a difference to be made in a particular organization it's interesting. And then this morning we were talking, we were doing our, our evening show this morning, and we're talking about what's one word that describes everyone. You didn't see Dr. Laura's show, but you have brought this prop with you. Mm -hmm. Can you have, you have sure, it handy? Sure, bring it out, sure. And I said to her, it's like, Amy came in last week, we were going to do cheeseburgers, and she made this cheeseburger video two days before. Mm. Today we were going to talk of doing Tostitos. We were going to do what you can eat with a scoop. She walks with a bag of Doritos. Like, the synergy is crazy, right? <laughs> and this morning we're talking about what one word describes right? you, and I said to you, what is that? And you pop up this poster with words. Right. right. So this is a board that actually I got at the Holocaust Museum in New York City. I'm going to say about seven years ago, five to seven years ago, and I just loved it because it was about what your core values are and what you stand for. And originally, I was using it with um, kids and teenagers in therapy who weren't so mm, in tune with themselves and were having a hard time expressing themselves. So I figured, let me just give them the vocabulary to be able to do it. And they, I really like started to develop more and more activities with it because I found that it's empowering for everybody. That people who have not had the opportunity to sit down and actually reflect and think, okay, am I living my life according to the values that I have picked out here that represent me? Um, and I find it in you know women who are coming out of toxic relationships whose identities have been smothered. They look at this and go, gosh, a long time ago I remember being 
creative and caring. And so it's a way for people to also get back to themselves. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So are there certain words that resonate? Amy, like if you looked at that, mm -hmm. certain words that resonate with you? Well, the biggest word that resonates with me is empathy. I think that's probably the most, and accountability would be second. Um, I feel like those, if you don't have either of those qualities or feelings, what good are you, you know? Raina, did you look at the earlier? Empathy is important. And empathy versus sympathy, two different emotions. Yeah, very different. Yeah, one should be able to, you know, be empathetic with almost anything. You know, it, it's interesting because in a man's world, baseball, Major League Baseball, is something that men think they control. Mm -hmm. And my New York Mets were just sold, it hasn't been approved, to Cohen, a $14 billion man. It's going to be the highest, most um, wealthiest owner of a, of a major franchise in the history of the game when they approve him. And one of the things that they asked him, who would be the president of the team because he's cleaning house? And the woman's name came up, who happens to be running an organization called the New York Yankees within their front office. And then I looked in, in Google to find out how many women are involved in the major league game. And I'm not going to give out names and everything else, but the there's a senior vice president that runs Major League Baseball. It's a female. And she's Asian. Really? Highest ranking Asian woman in Major League Sports. Mm. And I'm looking at all the names that are coming forward now. They even have umpires. They got coaches. The Yankees have coaches and everything else. But... Think about this. In the history of the game, there's never been a general manager, a president of an organization. And the Mets may be the first because there's a few names in the hats that are coming forward. The funny thing is that nobody wants to talk about it, but if you look at 3030 that came out last week, it came out. Cohen hasn't been approved yet. I know that they, he announced that he would use his friend Allison to come and run the team and everything else, but that wasn't his first choice. And I have on the inside track as to why. There's a lot of fear, but women are gaining more notoriety in, this, in, the, in the aspect of the game because they're not as close to the flame, is what they're saying. And they see players for who they are, not what you think you should be. And if you look at the Mets season this year, they're not going to make the playoffs, and that's really disappointing. Well, that's interesting. I think that goes to the empathy side. I, well... There's a lot <laughs> that is involved with uh, what Freddie just said. Um, and isn't what, Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there a football wom woman who runs an entire team, Kansas City? What? There's an owner. She's a female owner, correct? Who is that? Would you give me the name? <laughs> well, there's yeah. also, yes, and yeah. you also have the Cincinnati Reds. You have, what is it? Well, was in there. Um, but there's another that I'm thinking of that but she's, these teams, she's owners, fantastic. I think they're owners because their husbands died, right. no? Right. Mm -hmm. it was, I'm yeah. talking about Through being, default. A, being mm -hmm. appointed based right. on skill. Like the Yankees brought, brought in a batting coach. And mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something. This woman can hit the hell out of a baseball. Right. At least she was able to achieve the skill. Someone let her. You know what and I mean? Somebody opened that door. Correct. Yeah. But I, it's funny because all of a sudden there ain't no more door openings. Now this door is being unlocked, mm -hmm. and the game is going to change, and it's becoming a different type of game. Mm -hmm. And there are some decisions that have to be made 
And when guys are too close to the flame and they're just looking at names, you know, they're paying millions and millions of dollars to people allegedly that can play this game because a guy sort of puts his hand with a beer around a guy and says, I'm going to hire you. And a woman comes and says, no, we're not. There ain't no business entered. There's no ROI. Is that what right. they call it? Mm -hmm. It's different. So the game is changing. Right. Well, I'd also want to add, you know, one of my really good friends, Jen Pinosa, she's, uh, she's a little bit older than me. She's uh, a really good friend, and I'd like to say a mentor. Um, she's one of the only females who works in sports technology. In fact, she works for the company who does all of the stats for Major League Baseball. Um, and I hear it from her, too. On the corporate side, there are very few women involved in sports. So I don't think it's just about who we see on the field. I think it's also about who's building the budgets and, and pushing the paperwork and making the decisions that go behind making sure those players are on the field. And I can tell you right now, because of COVID and all of these major sports teams having to you know, adapt virtually, um, she right now is a big part of the, the major pivot that we're seeing in sports. And you know, something that I didn't realize until um, the whole movement with Black Lives Matter is you know, even outside of women, when it comes to uh, football you know, team owners who are African-American or head coaches who are African-American, um, they almost don't exist. So I think if there's you know, anything that we really need to be evaluating r right now is just recognizing that there is, there is space for more than you know, white males. But a big part of that has to be you know, us, again, collectively speaking up and, and asking and demanding for that representation. It's not going to just happen. There is one. There is one TV show that has um, about sports that has women's empowerment. I don't know if you guys have seen Brockmire, mm -hmm. yeah. but it is hysterically funny. But it has a great, great um, women's empowerment theme. Absolutely, Amanda Peet with baseball specifically. Interesting. She, yeah, uh, Freddie, you have not seen Brockmire. I have. Okay, so you know then. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. But but the interesting aspect of what's going on in front of us right now is that everything is changing. And again, going back to the virus, stop doing the same things you used to do back then that weren't working. Maybe go into a new atmosphere, go into a new beginning, a new change, a new look. Start something new is what I'm talking about. You know, read more. You know, don't, don't, don't put things to the side and say, oh, I know everything. You and don't we know need everything. To stop for a moment and yeah. just stop, just take that actionable pause. That's the one word I learned in that course. They, they say, come up with these key terms. This is a term I made up in my mind, an actionable pause. Not just to stop, we have to take action, but it doesn't mean we have to keep going so fast, but we have to take that action. It takes time to stop and reflect and renew. And on that, I want to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna to talk to Jay a little bit. And I got to tell you, Raina, this road, I can't say it's haunting because it happens to be behind you right now. Both of my great-grandmother's name were Rose. Aww. And there's the Rose, and we've got you and this book, and you're all going to make me cry. Freddie, you're in a rose garden right now. That's what it means. But, but the first girl I dated in nine years old, and it was Rose. Does and I got to tell you, Cara, who did the Vegas Strip song, That's she's right. commenting about your knowledge of the Rose is quite compelling. Because... I'm going to tell you something. My favorite movie of all time. What's it called? The Rose. The Rose. And on that note, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back.
At Carmen Care Advanced <laughs> Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561-405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. AskDearAbby.com. Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotesu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at Ask Dear Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Ant Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. For Strip or Gamble, a novel by Amy Minty explores the lifestyle of one man throughout the crucial time of his life. Spanning three women, four decades, their lives are all intertwined. High stakes poker, passion, intrigue, and revenge. All on the mysterious Las Vegas Strip. Get your copy now at amyminty.com or amazon.com. What more do you need right now? You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. We haven't had a chance to talk to Jay. Yes, Jay is over there sitting all by him lonesome. <laughs> now, Jay does a show here on Thursday nights, which is really quite interesting as well. Different twist of arts because he does his in pencil, and you would think that these are pictures, and these are all done in pencil. And he teaches you Can how you to please, how to do it. So he has a show on Thursday nights um, that he's teaching people. We're going to be putting a seminar together for kids as well as adults. 
Um, and Jay, I told Jay to come in here because it's always better to get artists out and to add to the mix, to the influence, because the doors are opening and we're going to have to start doing more and more to get things done. And I asked Jay just to come down and uh, have a good time and, and to be himself. And that's okay. That's just part. It's, it's just all part of what's going on today. That's all. Uh, Dr. Laura keeps shaking her head. That was an amazing save. Have you save. seen so many things go on at one time? Save. You would think it's Friday the 13th. I, mean, I, I don't like, get it. No. That's because Saturn is in retrograde. Ah. <laughs> is that why? That's why. <laughs> now, do you know what even that means? All I heard Does was retro. Does anybody know what that means? I, I hear it's said a lot about Mercury being in retrograde and how it messes everybody up. So I know that to be aware that when they use that word, that means I better like lock myself inside for a while. I was told that the planets rotate opposite of what they normally do. In other words, if it goes like that, it's not going like that. But well, see, that's what's going on today, right? It, it absolutely is, right? It's like we're going to move all that stuff off the floor. And it's funny and because if place. you take your right leg and you go counterclockwise, turn counterclockwise, and you take your right or arm, just put on the table and you try now. to draw the number six, you can't do it. What do you mean? God, no, you gotta turn your foot counterclockwise. And he's gonna get me trying to do this. I'm not, I'm telling you the truth. If you can do it, Okay, I mean, if I can turn my foot counterclockwise. Your right foot, that would be your left. Okay. Counter, that's count, no, no that's clockwise. 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 That's counterclockwise. Clockwise, clockwise. Clockwise. Now turn and do the number six with your right arm. I hope this isn't oh, secretly no. something offensive that he's. That's a circle, that's not the number six. <laughs> the oh number my gosh, six is like hard. this. that's hard. You shake it all out. He makes his stuff up. He's going to be, I can't believe you guys no, are all count, doing this. Count <laughs> clockwise. Clockwise. Clockwise, no, clockwise. yes. That's counter. No, that's counter clockwise goes clockwise. to the right. Jeez Louise. Wait, is six the right way six or backwards the six? six? And you got to do the number six. And no, they can't. <laughs> you can't do it. No, I can't do it. And I learned this last night because Saturn is in retrograde. Oh, oh, that's why. That's the only that's reason why we can't do that. That and a bottle of tequila will get you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Freddy's Mind on a Friday. But if you can do it, I'll give you a book of Amy Minty's book. It's on me. If you can do it. You can't. Physically, you cannot be done. How would my book help in this particular case? Oh, okay. It's a surprise. And the prize goes to... I'm just curious. Have, have I written something I don't even understand how great it is? <laughs> I, just surprise. Just if you can do it, let us know. And Freddie's books on him. We're gonna and let me know too. Copy up for a strip if or you for can gamble. Do it, if you can do it, then I'm going to take you to the Harvard School of Medicine. Because <laughs> and don't forget to tag the Brooklyn Cafe Show and all your videos and and your pets. We can't wait to see it. Fridays with Freddie. There you go. Your pets. You have your dog doing it. I'm dying. <laughs> hey, TikTok has a lot of dogs. Does it? Yeah, huh? It's pretty funny. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I don't really. Not much, but I tried it in the beginning. I, I didn't really get it and continue not to get it. So do I try it often? It, I don't know. It's something that doesn't jive quite well with me, but too bad. I It doesn't mean I don't like it. I love watching it. It's hysterical. It's branding and marketing. But no, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I can't really. I've been lucky with Facebook and Facebook Live and, you know, I don't even really. Instagram, I should get more better with but ugh. don't like that either i can I don't help like you i don't like twitter it sucks i'm sorry i, I shouldn't TikTok say that had an audience 
Um, it has oh, a just very... a few billion people. No, you yeah, know? that's people, but they're scattered. It's... Everything's scattered. No, it's not like twenty-one to thirty. You can't you can't break it down that way, can you? If you want to, you yeah, can. Yeah, you could. Oh, you can? It's actually yeah, younger I'm than sure. that. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, getting back to the actual question you asked me, TikTok is very, very young, but very funny. It just depends on what you want to watch. Um, and smart. It's done smart. I think it's smart. Yeah, 15 seconds. Yeah, that's why it has to be fast. Or now it's a minute. And you can like increase it, but it really is a lot of lip syncing involved, um, which is kind of nice because I hear like, you would like it, Freddie, perhaps for this reason that people lip sync like comedy shows and they're just doing it in their kitchen and it's like different. So it's kind of like a funny take on things, you know, so I, I don't know. I happen to watch TikTok a lot. I'm just not good at it yet. Yeah. You know, TikTok used to be six seconds at one time. Well, I'm sure it was. Now no, it's now the, the 15, and but but most of them are a minute now, and it's pretty hmm. funny. And I wanted to ask you because I don't know if you did. Did you ever find the haunted house that you were looking for? I know you found everything something. is haunted. Oh, they, uh, Death and Glory in Delray Beach. They uh, they have a haunted house Ooh. set up. It opened on Tuesday. Really? Really? Take it from the girl who puts Ray in Delray. Check hey. out Death and Glory's haunted house. That's cool. I must know more about that. Death and Glory, we I, um actually good friends in Death and Glory. They actually know us. And we had Spider, what was his name? Spider, Spider Cherry? Cherry? I've wow. heard of Death and Glory. Wow. You know what's so honorable about that restaurant? I don't I don't actually okay. know any of the players there, but when COVID first happened and all the restaurants were shut down, they were one of the few restaurants who paid out each of their employees a thousand dollars so that they could meet, you know, wow. their mm -hmm. bills and, and awesome. pay their rent. So Good people, good food, and a haunted atmosphere. Where, where is the um, actual address of that? So it's on um, Federal, um, like two blocks past Atlantic. Just north of Atlantic. Mm -hmm. North of Atlantic? North of Atlantic okay. on the west side so of the street. Fifth? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Really Got nice. It. Really nice place. Nice place. She may be coming to us from For Death or Glory. I know. Well, well, yeah. It's a great little tiki bar there, but it's not outside, but it's undercovers. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That could be your I think I, I, I know the establishment. It used to be something different, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Many times. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know it. Now, there's a lighthouse up in Jupiter. Is it? It's in Jupiter. There's, there's, only, in Jupiter. One, there's yeah. only one lighthouse around here. It's Jupiter. Okay. And that one's haunted. Oh. Uh, they told me that one was haunted. Mm. Wow. Then it's not Jupiter. Myrtle Beach? No, not Myrtle Beach. That's, what's that's South Carolina. Yeah. No, that's not. No, no. Which is the city north of Jupiter? There's another There's another lighthouse. There may be another lighthouse. I'm going to get you I the name. Know. I thought that's where you All were right. going. Stewart? No. No, it's I don't... further north. And they mm. told me that it has a ghost in it. And I, and I looked it up and they said it's St. Augustine does. Yeah, you know. Yes, go. yes. Thank you, Jim. I've been there. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen the ghost. The voice yeah. from beyond. Yeah. This is awesome. St. Augustine. Tell us about it. You saw ghosts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, please. No, it's, uh, they've uh, had it documented about the ghost of St. Augustine in, in there. There's a couple of them, actually. Uh, I went on a ghost tour in, in St. Augustine. And uh, what they had was uh, one part of the tour, they took you to a place uh, near the lighthouse. Apparently, the lighthouse keeper at one time, this was back like 1920s, he had um, to go and check something at night. He left 
uh, his two daughters and uh, the daughter of his housekeeper in his car. He left the car running, okay, while he uh, went up to check the lighthouse. While this, uh, while he was up there, somehow the car uh, went, uh, got out of neutral, I mean, went into uh, drive and drove directly into the water. Uh, drowning the three little girls. Oh my gosh. Dun dun dun. And um, they uh, now is uh, part of the thing that uh, you can go there, and they have actually seen the uh, the orbs and the uh, and the spirit uh, things in the playground, which is there for the wow. uh, for these uh, for these girls. And then there is another. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff, but uh, something that, that I actually experienced uh, was to go into the, uh, the uh, Freddie would know how to pronounce this, Castillo de, de Marcus or whatever. Castillo de Marcus. The fort. The yeah, fort. The, the big the fort. fort. Um, in there, there was uh, a thing where they said, if you would like to go into this little room, it's only, the, the room itself has a uh, has a door that's only like three feet high. And uh, if you go in there, they didn't, it was like when the castle was, uh, was a fort, uh, they uh, used this room to, uh, to hide, or to put their cannonballs and, and, and things in there, that's all it was. But uh, it was uh, rumored, I guess, that uh, there were t one soldier and his girlfriend were on the roof and they were, uh, you know, they were having quite an evening, and she Whoops. always wore rose. Uh, again, rose. Uh, there we go. Yeah, roses again. Back again, again with and again. Roses. And uh, you know, it was she had this rose scent, and uh, apparently somehow the the roof gave way, and they fell down in, and they uh, uh, they were trapped in that room, and that nobody even knew about. And so apparently, you know, they were, they were never, well, they found them when they finally discovered this room, they went in there and uh, I went into the room by myself and uh, I said, I want to check this out. You know, I, I said, you know, I was half believing it, half not. And I went in this room and there is a smell of roses when you go into this room. It's just really weird. You just notice it. And... Yeah, no. No one's been spraying it? Like, no. Are you sure? No. I don't diffuser. I don't know. Maybe somebody goes down there every night and sprays it. I don't know. I mean, but, I believe in haunted. Trust but, me. But the but one thing that they couldn't do, I was... This is a true story. I know. Yeah. I know it is. Uh, I was in there by myself uh, taking pictures, and it wasn't until I came back out that I looked so at the real. pictures, and all the pictures had orbs yeah. mm -hmm. all over. I mean, just... Cool. They, they were like... Wow, you know, this was just like an incredible thing. And, uh, you know, so uh, I, after that, I said, yeah, oh, okay, I get it. I believe it. Wow. You know, and it's, you know, it's uh, funny. I stayed in, in uh, the Keys by the, the lighthouse. Uh -huh. And in this lighthouse, the father and the two daughters died in mm -hmm. the hurricane. And the mother survived. And they have a statue of the mother at the bottom. So I got to stay in a room that if you looked up, it was right there. It was no, like this light bulb. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, if you looked up and looked at the light, and I'm not going to tell you the rest, I want you to go check out what you see. Wow. And I everybody know. came out and they looked, and everybody now is like this, and they cannot believe 
what they see. Right? Go check it out. All right, we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we've got Padrinos in the house because it is National Comic Book Day, and, of course, it is National Quesadilla Day. So no better way to celebrate and kick off our fun Friday with Freddie. We've got Gubba Rum joining us. We've got Padrinos in the house and a lot of rose, this is all I can say. So stay tuned. Do you smell it? We'll be right back. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut, and Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself, for your vacation staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187 and be rejuvenated. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. So let's spread your business like a wildfire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we ignite. WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. 
To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And it keeps happening. Look, even Slick is excited. Slick, you hungry? No, he had lunch. He sat down. He enjoyed a leisurely lunch. We've got Teddy running 25 things. We've got Val running back. Is Mia still here? Awesome. We've got everyone running all over the place. We've got Padrinos in the house. Ow. Welcome. Now, is it Padrinos or is Padrino? Well, if it's in English, it's Padrinos, and in Spanish, it's Padrinos. So it's Spanish Padrino, which is Godfather. That's our, also our last name, so it wasn't just a, a funny, cute thing. It's actually our well, last name. Last yeah. name is Godfather? It's Padrino. Well, they were la- really? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's Cuban Godfather, not Italian, so it's not so scary. Okay. Wow, that's interesting, Padrinos. Yes. Padrinos has been in West Boca for a very long time. Very yes. long time, yeah, over 20 years, and in business since 1976. Mm-hmm. It's all the way out by where you are, in 441 and Glades, and so, I remember going out there all the time. How has business been during all of this? So the Boca location is doing well. We recently remodeled, actually right before all this happened, right at the start of 2020, we reopened after a six month remodel. And uh, the remodel reflects more of our third generation. So my dad started it and now it looks a little bit more like us. So unfortunately, after doing really well after the remodel, we had to close with COVID, you know, and we were only doing takeout. But now we're back to dine in and doing pretty well. Um, the other locations are faring okay. Uh, you know, it's obviously very difficult. So we're doing dine-in, uh, takeout, obviously. Catering is slow because nobody I was going to say, you're too young to have been there 20 years ago when I took my kids there. So you're the next generation taking we it We are. I was certainly there. I just might have not been working there. Or at least uh, maybe I was playing hostess, but I wasn't mm-hmm. working there. Yep, so we've been there for a while. Teddy, you know, we can just pass them out. Yeah, just, just pass some do. food out. It with doesn't your... matter. You can cross yeah, the front. Yeah, just camera. cross in front. You got so the plates. I want to I want to ask because, you know. And how does she know Steve? I have no idea. When no, he comes no. over, I ask. Yeah. When Steve so, Bob comes in, bring him over, guys. Yeah, so Steve, I met Steve actually. Um, there was a, there's a, I call it like the rum renaissance. It's a rum festival um, every year. And he was dining into our Fort Lauderdale location. We had recently just opened, and I was the bartender. Um, we had. We just opened. I was doing a little bit of everything. Happened to be the bartender last night, and him and a couple guys came in. And I love rum, so and it's our restaurant, so I get to pick what goes at the bar. And so um, they came and dined in, noticed some of the rum behind the bar, and we started talking. And then, oh hey Steve, and then um, hey how are you? Good, good. And um, and so he had a couple of bottles with him. We tried uh, we tried his rum, and it was great. And then uh, tried it again at the at the um, the, sh- the show the next uh, the next day. Steve seems to know everybody. It seems that way. He knows yeah. everybody. Now, I want to, Steve, before we bring you in here, I want to know the location. So 441 in Glades. Right. So that's in the Mission Bay Plaza. That's the Boca location. Is it what plaza? The Mission Bay Plaza on Glades in 441. What the hell is that? What was that? 
Nice, Al. God bless you. I'm glad you're not near the you know, food. Do you know the movie theater is right next to you over there? It used to be. That was a long, long time ago. Now there's an LA Fitness. It's on the other side of the uh, street. Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, let's say, okay, but if you cross the street, Oh, yes, the on the other side, there's a... The Regal the, Movie Theater is in the... Oh, there's an Office Max, where you, or there used to be an there Office used, Max. There used, there used to, be. to be a Toys R Us. Is, is Home Depot, Publix, Benihana. Because the reason I'm saying this is because the movie theater is opened up. It's on the northwest side of the street. It's somewhere over there. Yeah, I go to each corner. So what I like to do is I like to go down and have dinner. Right. And then go to the movie theater. Yep, yep. Because I got like 40 different coupons. And they said I can see like 10 movies. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. So I just try to get the location of where it is. Now, do you guys have Gubba Rum on, on the premises? Not currently. We, uh, for a little bit, we had, uh, we had it at the Fort Lauderdale locations, but we don't right now. Just oh, we gotta give you a bottle. <laughs> I have it at my house. Um, I, you just have it your house. I have it at my house. Well, I we can go to your house and have some booze <laughs> yeah. too. Hey, okay. Steve, we're going to his house to have some gubba rum. What do we? I'll have be here? right down. What time? Slick, you're dropping money. I'll be. Yes. What time? What, what time is dinner? Yes, so we we'll brought some down. croquetas, ham croquetas, super traditional. Yeah. Actually, uh, in a couple oh, days, oh next week, October first is National Croqueta Day, um, and then the other one is a black bean salsa. It's, yeah, there's a national everything day. These are delicious. There is, and somehow that one is uh, next week, and we know about it because, yeah, you got to be in the know. <laughs> That's another one. one. She said croqueta. Croqueta. Yeah, these and are excellent, then, by the way. Yes, thank you. And then the black bean salsa is just um, a fresh option that we okay, have. Okay, what is for a the, croqueta? Croqueta is what you're looking at there. So the inside could in be, it? the inside could, that one is ham, but the inside could be pretty chicken. much anything. There could be chicken. Yeah, you can do um I mean, for the most part, ham is popular. Um, we had for a while a yuca croqueta. That was our grandfather's recipe, but those are ham. This is delicious. The mm -hmm. mariquitas are the plantain chips that you have there. It's like the Cuban chips and dip. Wow. Yep. Hey, Steve, eat your heart out, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any. So it's you're okay, asking thanks. about the locations. We'll have six, actually, Nobody's bringing me a plate. So <laughs> the closest one to here is in Boca, like you said, Mission Bay Plaza, Glades in 441. But we have one in Fort Lauderdale, like he was mentioning, on US 1, just north of Sunrise. Then in Plantation, that's also been there for a very long time, mm -hmm. in the Fountains Shopping Center. And then we have Hallandale Beach, been there for a very long time as well, since the 80s. And, um, and then Dania Point, we've only been open since last year. But uh, Dania Point is a new shopping center, and, and we're in there. We also have one in Orlando as well. Your third generation. Yep. Your grandfather or your grandparents? My grandfather, yep, my dad's dad coming from from Cuba here, from yeah Cuba, he came and just said let me start this restaurant and it grew into this incredible chain yeah so kind of so he didn't have restaurants in mind he actually came pretty late in life actually he was 60 when he started the restaurant 61 and uh, imagine starting completely over at that point and he had one location um, he didn't think restaurants he actually was from a grocery store background but because there was already competition down here he kind of had an opportunity for a restaurant and then my grandmother was the chef, the cook, the one with all the recipes. He was the business side and um, gave it over to my dad when he was very young. And my dad, instead of just what he, what my grandfather would do is kind of like make it big and then sell it and start over. My dad said, let me just grow this one thing that we have. And then we got the name Padrino's. My dad expanded it. And now over the last about 10 years, my brothers and I, there's three of us with a Gen 3, as we call it. And we're developing 3.0 so it's still my grandmother's recipes my dad's focus and attention to service with our new twist on ambiance trying to make it the full well-rounded experience of everything and we've added also the full bar where before they were just doing the wine and beer now we focused on you know cocktails and again just 
the overall guest experience that, that we see people want it's more now. It's such a great family restaurant. Mm -hmm. This one right near my parents. I remember taking the kids growing up because yeah. you could always take the kids. It was fine. They yeah. could play on the floor. They yeah. could eat whatever you had. To oh, yeah, we love that. Yeah, play on the floor <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, it is. It has been known as a family restaurant. It's in the corner with this yeah. big round table. Yeah. We would meet friends there because mm -hmm. there weren't very many restaurants that were kids friendly where you right. could actually bring your kids and let them do what they had to do yeah and you could still enjoy being with friends so this goes back a lot my kids are grown now they're probably right. your age and that's that's what actually we hear that all the time so that's what we're kind of trying to cater to now is yeah we did have a lot of those kids that would play on the floor and come with their parents but now that you are not coming with your parents anymore you want to come with your possibly spouse or yes. now you're even your own kids now we have kids and it's just kind of, yeah, giving it a place for them instead of just like the family place. I'm, I used to go with grandma, I used to go with my parents. No, now I want to go myself. So Instead of playing on the floor, you can have a cocktail. Yeah. But that's you end, up, end up in the same spot. But play, yeah, uh, maybe you end up on the floor. But can I, can I go? I no more cocktails. You want to play on the floor, Freddie? Yeah. But it just lends itself, just shows you the, how long you guys have been in business. And as a family, you're now Gen 3 taking this Gen over. Yeah. And Steve, thank you so much for the introduction because, wow, to have Padrinos on our show was unbelievable. These, uh, Ed, Eddie's a great guy. And he gave you the story about when we met. It was a couple of years ago at the uh, Miami Rum Festival, which was being held in Fort Lauderdale. And there were about uh, 16 of us at the table having a fabulous dinner talking rum, more importantly, drinking rum. And we, we had a great time. And Eddie is a terrific guy. I, I, want, I want to say that. Uh, he's, you know, a lot of business people sometimes today, they're not, they're not quite so nice. That if you text them, they don't text back. You call them, they don't call back. Eddie returns every phone call. He is a super guy, let me tell you. Super guy. I try. <laughs> Thank you. Is it all family owned or are you a franchise? No, no, family owned. People call us a chain and I like to say we're a collection. We're all still family owned. I don't, I don't really love the word chain because now you're thinking that you know, we got bought out or other people are, no, we're still, we own all of them. We have managers that we trust and have been with us for a very long time at all of them. We know, I could say probably most of our employees, we know by name, I mean, you maybe know all of them, but um, we are still very much involved. We all have our different roles. Um, my dad has stepped back a little bit. He right now focuses, focuses on the culture and we're kind of more operations in the day-to-day, -day, but uh, very much still family owned and operated. Yeah, unbelievable, amazing. So Steve, when you're texting us late last night, cause Freddie and I were here late last night I know. about Laura coming and yeah. I said, yes, Laura is coming. Okay, this is Dr. Laura uh. in the black. <laughs> and he said, no. I thought she was coming at 1.30, and I said, no, Dr. Laura's, Laura's coming early. And you said, I'm so confused. You weren't even answering. And then I realized it was oh. Laura from Padrino's. We had two Laura's. Yeah. And that's the problem with texting, yeah. and especially texting that's late at night. That's I didn't answer. I didn't want to I said, don't do nothing. Yeah. But late at night. Good. Now you understand the confusion. Yeah, no, late at night, believe me, I, I, I would text always before calling. It's an intrusion otherwise. And if I may, I just want to say, Laura, it's very nice to meet you from 1,200 miles away. We've never met before. And it's very nice to meet you. Yes, you as well. Thanks for the intro. Thank you. Thank and you. And a full bar, all the restaurants? Not all the restaurants. So only the ones that have transitioned to 3.0, as we call it, which was Fort Lauderdale that Steve was at. And then the Dania Point, the new one. And then again, we, we remodeled Boca to have that full bar now, which if you haven't been there for a long time, you have to come by and see the remodel. I mean, someone could else can tell you who designed it. 
So my, she does all the, anything pretty you see in the restaurants, her, anything practicals me. So, so yeah, I didn't want to take the credit, but I designed it. So if you go in there, you got to check out the design and the new look. It's very updated. So you got to see what that looks like. And then our last location in Orlando, um, they also have a full Do you have any well. TVs? In the, it, we have one at, at the, the bar, bar, yes. So we can go to the bar tomorrow night. We can watch the Hurricane FSU game. Definitely. No. Definitely. It's a big, it's a huge game, I gotta tell you. No, don't do that. All about the Canes? All about the U? Yes. Yeah. Big game tomorrow night, it's all I about to deal, I have to deal with this all week. I got Benny Blades, I got everybody, everybody. If, you know, the only school in Florida must be Miami. Because you know, everybody's gone there. Everybody walks around like this. Wait yeah. till Tuesday. This uh, girl who's coming on, her grandfather was the founding athletic director. Of course he is. Of the University of Miami. Our wow. brother went there. Well, he actually went to, <laughs> actually went to FSU, FSU as well, well yeah. but uh, he oh, went. Oh, talk about right. the house divided. From Miami, yeah. All of Dora's family goes there. Now, the funny thing is, before you came on the show, we were talking about how women have changed the environment mm -hmm. of business. We're talking about Major League Baseball. We're talking about the football, uh, NFL. And here again, it's a touch because you're putting these things together. Sure. And I mean, guys, we have to adapt because the bottom line here, there are certain things that women are better at than we are. And it's okay with that. But I wanted to ask you in the future, because we have to bring people back slowly. Mm -hmm. The restaurant business needs a shot in the arm. Whatever we can sure. do to make it better safely and everything else. Sure. Anything in the future coming up that, uh, that we should know about? Yeah, so absolutely. Everything that you're saying about that we, we need that uh, shot in the arm. Yeah, things definitely have been slower since we reopened. But for everybody to know, everything we're doing, we're abiding by all safety regulations, everything CDC. You should feel absolutely safe there. I mean, we when all this first started, we kind of were hesitant to let everybody know what we're doing because it's what we were doing all along. We've always been a very clean place. We've always very much paid attention to all of these things. Now it's going to be more obvious and evident because we're obviously wiping down things in front of you and wearing masks and things like that. And of course, everything in the kitchen is very clean. Um, we are very popular for the, um, very famous for the buffet. And I don't know if you remember that. We haven't done that yet. Obviously, that's not something that's going to be super, super popular right now. But dine in and take out, very much still happening right now. You can order online. Um, if you are still not comfortable, we have ordering online. We have delivery available. Um, and for coming in, if you have a group, even though we're not allowed to do large groups, we can accommodate. We have uh, dividers if you want to have like a private meeting, whatever it might be, um, to still abide by the guidelines, um, but make you feel very comfortable there. So we are starting to take and getting more reservations for birthdays, things like this. Again, still abiding by all the rules. Everything See, is I, delicious. I, I like that because Miami, they didn't learn that lesson the first time around. And I hope they I think do they're near now. Freddy's house. They're right down by Freddy's house. And the movie theater is right over there. Yes. So I'm going to be able to go. Pop up, you should take go. Rowan for dinner I'm to Padrino's. Is he play on the floor? Let him play on the floor. Well, you're, just, you're just ridiculous. But Well, I mean, the carp there's no carpet floors anymore, so maybe it might be a little more uncomfortable <laughs> for them. But <laughs> I know the carpet floors. Yes, the corner window by the front. Yeah, I know exactly, <laughs> you know exactly where I'm talking about. That, yeah, it doesn't look like that anymore. You've got to come by and see it. i got to come by and see it. I'm yeah. excited because yeah. I haven't really ventured into any restaurants. We've been to one in seven months, but oh it's nice. I, I'll go to the ones that we know the owners and we know that they're clean. So Uncle Mike's and now yes. Padrino. So yes. it's nice to know. It just adds to 
the trustworthy factor of what we do? Well, some of the things that we used to do before this thing hit is we used to go to remotes and do it from different places. Sure. Uh, we were at the IPIC opening. They picked us up everybody to do the one in Atlantic. Mm -hmm. We know the guy very well, mm -hmm. the owner. And he sat with us for two hours. He was supposed to do an interview with us for 15 minutes. Uh -huh. He canceled his plane and stayed with us. Oh, we wow. did it in the lobby of the place. We yeah. did pop-ups and everything else. Mm -hmm. Biggest night they had was opening night. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to do more things that way. Mm -hmm. I want to introduce people in that kind of setting. I know that we can't have 100 people, yeah. but whatever numbers we have and the rest we will bring in virtually as well. We have the technology to do that. Mm -hmm. But I want to bring it back slowly to give people the confidence sure. that if you go to places that are doing what you were doing from before, sure. you're just doing it even more now, mm -hmm. that you come out, that it's okay to leave your house. It there's is. A, there's an illness, God, there's an illness where people are afraid to go out. I can't remember the name of it. I've heard people say, re well, are you talking about specific to COVID or just agoraphobia? No, like, like oh, agoraphobia? They have like a phobia. They have like, yeah. acne, they won't go out. Yeah, agoraphobia. They have they don't go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are people who unfortunately are locked in, yeah. And we want to overcome that stigma. We want to come back safely. We want to come back slowly. Um, the food in itself is delicious. I'm, Everyone I'm, got food? I'm gone. I already delicious. ate my plate. Pretty good stuff. Everything was delicious. Thank you. Delicious. So much. Okay. Thank you. Good. Absolutely. Yes. A couple little things croquettas. Would you call them croquettas? Right? Croquettas. Croquettas. Yes. Yeah, I didn't have Cro your accent. Croquettes. Croquettes. Yes, but they're <laughs> amazing. Thank you. So Very it's good. mostly Cuban food. Not uh, mostly, entirely Cuban entirely food. Entirely Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. yeah. We want to be authentic Cuban food. We try not to be really fusion it's just my grandma's recipes black bean salsa that was me but that's just we've we've like added a couple <laughs> things no no you're fine but there's a there's cuban sandwich we have a cuban of course yeah, okay yes. so Ron and I will come. <gasps> yes We're, it's like our favorite thing yes no we and have, they have cuban this great sandwich. pounded steak it makes, makes me think of what you said your mom used to do all the time with the rice the beans and you take one pound of steak and you feed 25 people with it. They don't, it's a huge portion, it feeds one, mm -hmm. but amazing. <laughs> we were talking about this. What, you know what I'm talking about. We were talking <laughs> about this yesterday. Which one? Con, Which one, she says. The, well, we used to put two what? eggs. With two eggs. I know, that's not Cuban, that's Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah, with this. eggs, I mean, Oh, so I, you're just talking about, but what kind of steak? There's a chicken steak that we pounded out flat, the pite mm -hmm. de pollo, and then the palomilla, which is the oh, minute steak. That was also the palomilla. Yeah, palomilla. My yep. mother used to use that, man. She used to beat that bad. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because ever since I came from New York to Florida, there's been an adjustment. In the, the Cuban food has gotten better. The other stuff, not as much. Mm -hmm. But now I kind of like the Cuban food. And now that I know you're not too far from my house or my son's house, yeah. nice place to meet. Yeah. and get organized and, and maybe throw some ideas at you, having authors and stuff like that come into the house, changing the environment a little mm -hmm. bit, letting people know it's okay to come out. Absolutely. The food is fantastic. Food is Thank fantastic. You. Steve, we had to start drinking a little early because you tune into the beginning of the show. It's been a um, <coughs> fun, freaky Friday is what it's been at that cafe. So the bar opened a little bit early today. If you were the pope, That's all right. Cheers. <laughs> so cheers, everyone. <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Dr. Laura, how do people get your book? Everybody can go to my website at www.lauraellick.com, and there's lots of juicy information on there. And Amy, your books. Books. AmyMinty.com, and then Amazon, just put in my name, Amy Minty. And Raina, how do people find you and to help with their teens? Yes, uh, you can find me on therosegrows.com, 
And my email is Raina, R-A-Y-N-A, Raina, at therosegrove.com. Looking forward to chatting and have an incredible weekend. And Jay, where do people find your art? I feel uh, like I'm hosting a party here. Well, they can find them here, but they can also uh, find it at uh, coloredpencilartist.com. Fantastic. You can always find it here as well. And Padrinos, you have how many locations? We have six locations. Everything can be found on our website, padrinos.com, P-A-D-R-I-N-O-S.com. I love it. Steve, thank you so much. What a great connection with a great Friday. Steve, thank you. Gubberum.com, right? Gubberum.com. Gubberum.com. And Steve, I'm going to be going to the, um, the liquor store, Boca Liquors. Boca Liquors. I'm going to be checking them out this weekend. Boca Liquors is especially for women. You don't have to, a woman-owned liquor store. It's a women-owned liquor store. You don't have to be afraid to go in there. And Steve, they want to do a tasting with you. I need to call you afterwards, but I'm going to be checking it out this weekend. And I'm definitely going to the movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have dinner and the movies. All right, I'm more to be come. Doing my macarena. Have a great weekend, everyone. Tune in 2.30 to the Editor's Desk with Brenda Warren at 3 o'clock, the Florida Love Show. We've got Momentum Mindset at 5.30, 6 o'clock, you've got Out of This World, and 7 o'clock, you can listen to the Brooklyn Cafe Show after hours on WWNN. So a full-packed day. Have a great weekend, everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other. If you are of the Jewish faith, have an easy fast, and may you have a year of good health and happiness and prosperity. And for me, don't be late. See you Monday. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.
listen for a sound Waiting deep inside my maze of sweeping thrills and colors Just a ray of light 